You are listening to the Reality Steve Podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Tasha's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What is up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 210. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got your questions and my answers on this week's podcast, which we'll get to momentarily. Tonight has been a crazy night. Um, a lot going on. Probably fill you in later. However, a couple things that I can fill you in on right now. Number one, so I got the iPhone... 12 Pro Max. I had the 11, got upgraded to the 12. Been fiddling with that all night. And I, I'm not good with stuff like this. You know, getting everything transferred from my old phone to my new phone, all this stuff, just like, okay, whatever. It just, I was doing it as I was piecing together this podcast, which I wanted to try it out. This is on me. But this took way longer than I thought. Like, this literally almost took me six hours. I started this at 4, and this is probably going to be up by about 10.30 or 11 tonight. So, <laughs> it just took forever. And it's tedious work. It wasn't hard. It was just tedious. There's 19 questions in today's podcast. Actually, I think there's 18 because... Whoever um, left the video message, for whatever reason, I couldn't transfer that to audio, and it wouldn't let me use the audio from your video message. So I apologize for that to the person who left the video message, which um, it was a good question, too. I'm, I'm bummed. You actually had three. I think you I, I believe you asked three questions in it, and um, I answered it, but I just I couldn't I couldn't include your part of the question. So sorry about that. So I think we have 18 questions, but what, that was 18 audio files combined with my 18 audio files and to splice them together. And I, maybe I just didn't think this out right beforehand in terms of how I should have recorded my answers versus putting their question, putting your questions in. I don't know. So um, the other thing is, obviously, everybody spoke differently in terms of their sound level into their questions. So there might be a lot of fluctuation in how loud some of these questions sound or maybe how soft they sound. I, I, I did my best, but um, it was good. It, it, it's a good, I, I, I enjoyed it. It just is not something I'm going to do all the time, but um, you know, the Yappa app stays on my site every day. Uh, it's, it's, I didn't just do it just for this podcast. It's going to be there. So anytime I write a post, um, you can go down to the end of it and leave a voice message and other people can respond to your voice or your audio message. So that'll be cool if you guys want to join in on that. But um, this was a lot of fun. Just took a lot of work to put together. I should have probably planned it better. Um, I know that question four is going to set off some people, uh, but I did want to address it's about Reddit. And I did want to address some things because things were sent to me yesterday uh, regarding my spoilers this season and spoilers in general. And I just, I just wanted to lay it out there and just kind of, kind of set the record straight because I'm really confused on Reddit and what their deal is and why they can't accept spoilers being spoilers. 
Um, there's different types of spoilers every season. There's different levels of spoilers, different importance towards spoilers. You know, who getting who getting eliminated in the first episode of the season is a spoiler. There's also a spoiler of who won the season. What do you think is more important? Of course the ending is. But the, the link that I was sent and the people who just shit all over everything I do when all I'm doing is, is, is trying to do my job, it's just amazing. So I kind of set the record straight there. That's, I think, believe, I believe it's question number four. And it's about a 10-minute answer. So be prepared for that. Uh, but other than that, uh, a lot of fun. So uh, let's just get into it. We'll jump right into your questions, and um, hope you, hopefully you enjoy this. I'm glad. Thank you to everyone who, came, who took the time to uh, leave an audio question. And I uh, hope you uh, enjoy the podcast and enjoy the answers. So here we go with podcast number 210. Hey, Mike, it's Sarah in Dallas. <clears throat> Big, longtime fan of yours. Um, I have an old question, and I'm not sure um, if it's been answered. But I was always curious why Mike wasn't ever selected as The Bachelor. Um, I've heard some hints and things alluded to production not liking him, but never really heard a specific reason why not. And with the diversity initiatives, you'd think he would be a great go-to candidate, but then said they use Matt James. So just curious. Thanks so much. Well, we're off to a hell of a start. The first caller called me Mike. Uh, clearly that person, uh, their question was about Mike Johnson. They got, I'm sure they know what my name is, uh, but they, they, uh, accidentally said Mike, but uh hell of a way to start. Anyway, uh, Mike Johnson, I, why haven't they gone with him? I don't think there's any definitive answer that, oh, this is the reason they haven't gone with him. There's just never been anything out there, um, that they have said, I mean, their answer has been, look, we've got a lot of great candidates. We just choose who we choose. It doesn't mean because we don't choose someone they aren't deserving. Um, I don't know how much of a chance they actually gave Mike, and I don't know the reason behind it. Um, it's it's kind of a mystery. I don't know why he wasn't chosen over Peter. I don't know why when they went with their first black bachelor, they decided not to go with him. There isn't a universal reason and a definitive reason as to why they haven't chosen him. It's just not been out there. They just stand behind the fact that, hey, we choose who we choose. Doesn't mean if we don't choose somebody that they're a bad choice. It's just we think this person is better suited for the role at that moment. And that's it. Hi, Steve. Just wondering which celebrity you would love to see cast on Dancing with the Stars that hasn't been on yet. Can I answer Taylor Swift for this one? No, Taylor Swift would never do Dancing with the Stars. She's way too big for that show. However, huh? I never really put too much thought into who I want to see on that show because we've seen the celebrities that have been on. It's mostly marginal celebrities, celebrities that have are hot at the current moment for something that they were on or something that they did. We've seen that example numerous times over the past seasons. Here's one I'm going to throw out for you. And I think at some point they will probably be on one, if not both of them. And maybe some of you know them and maybe some of you don't. Uh, Ariel Vandenberg from the host of Love Island, U.S. version, and or her fiance, Matt Cutchell. I think that their content on Instagram is so good. I know they're already friends with Derek Huff. I'm probably friends with some of the other dancers. I wouldn't be surprised. I could totally see Ariel 
Is it Ariel or R? Whatever her name is. I think it's Ariel. I could absolutely see her on that show. And I could see Matt on that show. Are they household names? No. But, I mean, a lot of the people that are on Dance with the Stars aren't household names. But they are popular enough to where they've got a giant following. And I would love to see them on. So those are the first names that come to my mind. If I thought about it more, I'm sure I could come up with some others. But nobody really jumps out at me like, I have to see them on that show. I'm just looking for entertainment. And I think both of them uh, would be great. Hi, Steve. Wondering if you know what Mike Weiss was teasing about on his Twitter the other day with a big historic announcement coming soon. Here's what you have to remember when dealing with Mike Fleiss and his tweets. They're all garbage. They're all overhyped and and they definitely underperform. It's just what he does. He's a hype machine. He loves getting people to think that he's tweeting something about The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Historic news coming later today. And it ends up being like, hey, Donald Trump is a turd. I mean, that was literally what he had written. I think it was on Election Day or whatever. Maybe it was the day before. But, I mean, that's that's what he does. He's a, he's basically a professional troll. And I, I can't tell you, I don't want to go through his tweets, but I can't tell you how many times he has sent out a tweet that immediately everyone comes to me, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I guarantee it's not nearly as big of a deal as he's making it out to be. And lo and behold, it ends up not being. That's just Fleiss. That's what he does. Hey, Steve. So my question has to do with how you're getting your spoilers for this season, for Tasha's season. So I've noticed that you've been posting on Tuesdays and, um, for the episode that night, and it's pretty detailed. So I'm wondering, are you in some way getting the footage ahead of time and you're watching it? Or are you getting your footage from um, someone else who is getting a screener? And then you are summarizing it in a post. Or are these just things that you've been collecting as usual? You're just waiting until the day of uh, to give it to us. Thank you for doing this. Uh, really excited to hear what this podcast sounds like. I absolutely knew this question was coming. <laughs> I'm shocked that since I started doing the spoilers for this season that nobody has asked me this. This is going to be a long answer. and I'm going to address a few things here. Okay. Um, first off, I don't reveal my sources, how I get the information. I don't think is relevant. I know you're asking, but I'm afraid I'm not going to directly answer the question, but I will say this about it. At no point this season, have I ever said, I've got your spoilers. I told you I wasn't going to have episode by episode spoilers this season, it was just way more difficult in one location and they don't do any travel and you can't, you know, when they travel and you see them do public dates, then you can just play process of elimination. You just know who's still left on the show and know who isn't. Um, I So I absolutely have never said, I've never claimed to have said, I know what your episode by episode spoilers are going to be. So with that said, Something that's been brought to my attention, and yes, it came from Reddit because people have sent me the link of what Reddit is saying about my spoilers this season. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to directly address Reddit. So whatever Reddit recapper is writing down every single word that I say in this podcast so they can run over there and post it, make sure you get this part right, okay? 
there are people over there apparently, well, they're not apparently, I, I saw it. They're complaining, complaining that I'm posting what's going to happen in the episode the day of. Huh? What are you complaining about? I don't understand this. My job is to spoil the show. If I had episode-by-episode spoilers, like I do in previous seasons, and I have done numerous times in the past, what do I do? A couple weeks after the season ends filming, maybe, you know, before the first episode airs, I'm like, hey, here's your episode-by-episode spoilers. Here are the dates. Here's who get eliminated. Well, I told you this season. I didn't have that. I've never said I had that, and I said I wasn't going to have it. I said I will fill you in as the season goes on, and that's what I'm doing. Now, I I don't understand the reason why people are upset and saying you know nothing and you're not giving us any spoilers. I'm giving you the spoilers to the episode. Okay, so it's eight hours before it airs. I, I Maybe I have a different definition of what a spoiler is than the people over on Reddit. A spoiler means you know something before it airs. When I posted the spoilers Tuesday morning on what was going to happen on Tuesday night's episode... As far as I know, there's not one account out there in any Instagram account, name any of them, that said, hey, tonight on tonight's, uh, tonight's episode, four guys are going home, and those four guys are Kenny and Chasen and Joe and Jordan. Not one person posted that. So nobody knew the spoiler of who was going home on Tuesday. I, so I put it out there, and I'm going to do that every week. I, 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 I don't understand why people are mad at that. I don't understand why people are getting... Uh, offended and saying like, oh, he doesn't know any spoilers. Well, apparently I do because no one else is telling you who's going home. And yes, I am fully aware that the press release for this uh, the episodes are released a week in advance. Those don't have names on it. What I'm trying to say is if you are somebody, and I'm assuming this is the Reddit people, the Reddit people obviously are diehard fans of the show, okay? So they're reading everything every day. And they're following along every day and and looking at Instagram accounts and just constantly talking, 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 talking about this show. Apparently what the Reddit people don't understand, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell them this directly right now. You what you're not understanding when you're comparing it to me and what I'm doing this season is you seem to think that my spoilers are for you guys and you guys only. And it's just not the case. You might know, you might know based on the promos for the season and the press release roughly what's going to happen, but when I released everything Tuesday, you didn't know every detail of that. You didn't know the four people that were going home. It's just So yeah, it's is it a major spoiler? No, but it's a the the object of spoiling is here's what's going to happen before you see it. That's all I'm doing. I'm just and you have to understand, maybe because you m- might have figured it out or, yeah, you probably thought Jason was going home or Joe was going home or whatever. You have to understand, you're maybe 5% of this total audience. Literally, 90 to 95% of the people that watch this show literally shut off their brains when the show ends on Monday night and don't even think about this show until the next week. And when I'm posting those spoilers, those are the people that are like, Oh, wow. You know how many people, after I posted on Tuesday, were like, no, Joe goes home? So clearly they had no idea. 
all I'm doing is just giving people the info before the episode starts. If you already know it, great. But that doesn't mean that I don't know the spoilers. I don't understand this hatred and the, some of the things that people were saying on there. It just made it. It's not even opinions where it's just like whatever. It's just like literally factually incorrect things that are being said about me, about my spoilers, about the site. Just because you might know, just know that Reddit, you are 5% of this viewing audience. Most people don't follow it as wildly as you guys do. Way more people don't. So when I say, you know, and Kat and I have this discussion all the time. Kat keeps telling me, Steve, Reddit is part of your audience. Yeah, they are, but they're a very, 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 very small part. They're Bachelor fans who are, are diehards. The diehards don't make up a majority of this show's audience. I'm telling you. I don't know how else to explain it to you. So all I'm doing, spoiler to me means you are going to know what happens before the episode airs. Whether I gave it to you two weeks after Tasha's season ended filming and gave it to you, you know, mid-September, beginning of October, or the night before, or, you know, eight hours before the episode airs. The bottom line is you're going to know what's going to happen before the episode airs. In past seasons, have you got it much earlier? Absolutely. But it's still a spoiler. I'm not sitting here saying like, wow, everybody, major exclusive. I'm just like, hey, here's the rundown of tonight's episode. Here you go. And these people over there, I mean, you should see some of the things that they're writing. They're like so mad at me for doing my job. This is what I do. I spoil the show. Sometimes, for the most part, before COVID, I spoiled it weeks in advance. This season, I'm giving it to you weekly. Next season, probably going to be the same thing. And you might be able to figure out, oh, I think so-and-so goes home and so-and-so goes home. But I'm telling you, when I laid out the spoilers on every Tuesday morning now that I've done for the last, uh, since about, I think, episode three of, of Claire's season, so the last four weeks, Five weeks. Plenty of people are looking. You should see. Do I need to show you the emails that I get? The DMs that I get on Instagram? Oh, my God. So-and-so goes. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, my God. So-and-so stays over this person. Like, a spoiler is a spoiler. And let me do one last thing on spoilers. There is absolutely degrees of spoiling on this show. Because, yes. You know what a spoiler is? telling you who got eliminated the first rose ceremony. In the end, in the overall grand scheme of a season being spoiled, is that really a big deal to you guys? No. If I gave you guys the spoilers of, hey, I have everybody who goes home on the first night of Matt's season, but I say, I have no idea what happens at the end. Do you think anyone's going to give me respect for, for spoiling who goes home the first night? Absolutely not. They're just going to be like, great, we don't care. But if I gave just the ending and gave nothing else all season, you'd be like, well, he barely knows anything this season. Oh, yeah, he might have gotten the winner, but he barely knows anything. Like, trust me, I hear it every season. It's the same song and dance. It's like you can't win. And, I'm, yeah, I'm speaking specifically to Reddit people. You can't win with these people. It's why I don't deal with them. You know, the stuff gets sent to me, and I'll address it. But this question I get is guaranteed came from I don't know who this person is that sent that question is, but my guess is that is someone who hangs around on Reddit quite a bit. And there's nothing wrong with the question. I, I've, I've taken 10 minutes to answer this question because there's a lot of layers to it. But what I'm trying to say is Reddit seems to think that my spoilers are just for them. Like, oh, we already know that. And, oh, 
that's great that you might already know it. In fact, the matter is you didn't know the four people that were going home this past Tuesday night. Nobody did until I put it out there. I had never seen it posted anywhere. So anything that was out there might have been just a guess. You might have thought you knew, but I posted it. Here's your four guys, Joe, Jordan, Kenny, Chasen. Nobody else posted that out there. You know, updated you on, hey, this, you know, uh, Ben goes to a room and Ed ends up in a, ends knocking up on Chris Harrison's door and they have a glass of wine together. Just giving you the basics of the episode. I'm not sitting here saying, like, I, <laughs> I, I just don't know what these people expect. I'm doing my job. I'm spoiling the show. Just let it go. Stop being so angry. I don't know why they're so mad at the fact that I spoil the show because that's what it comes across to me in the stuff that I've seen. They have a whole, um, the link that was sent to me was all about Reality Steve's spoiling this season and just people bitching about it. Who cares if he spoils it the morning of? Well, maybe you don't, but I can. you know what? Hundreds of thousands of others do that don't follow the show on a daily basis. So calm the fuck down. And just talk about something else. Can you not talk about me, please? Like, just let it go. So that's my that's my deal with, with Reddit. I mean, people say, like, why do you hate Reddit so much? Kat and I talk about it all the time. I'm just like, you know, she loves Reddit, which is fine. I mean, she wants to, you know, she loves posting on Reddit. But to me, there's such a small, small percentage of my audience and the overall audience of this show it's just, I, I think they think every time I post something, I'm speaking to them. I'm not. I'm speaking to my readership, which is so much more a percentage of people who aren't in the loop and following every single person on this franchise and following every move and, and tweet and Instagram story that they post. So, yeah, I might be posting it every Tuesday morning and eight hours before the episode airs, but that's a spoiler because you're knowing what's going to happen before the episode airs. And that's all I'm doing. I'm doing my job. Stop being so mad that I'm doing my job. Bottom line. Take a break real quick. Talk to you about Magic Spoon. You know I love my cereal. Growing up, one of my favorite things to do. Bowl of cereal before I went to bed every single night. Oh, I did that, I don't know, second grade through eighth. Been trying to cut down, though, recently on carbs and sugar and unhealthy foods. And I realized... I can't just eat all of those sugary cereals anymore or anything else for that matter. But uh, Magic Spoon, zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving. They've got four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It tastes amazing. It's really too good to be true. It brings me back to my days as a child when I was eating those cocoa cereals and those fruity cereals and those frosted cereals. This one tastes the same, but it's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I love them, and so will you. Go to magicspoon.com slash steve to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code STEVE at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund you your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash Steve, and use the code Steve for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast. Hi, Steve. My question is, if someone had to replace Chris Harrison as the host of the Bachelor and Bachelorette series, would you rather it be Sean Lowe or Ben Higgins? And please explain your reasoning why. If there's any other candidates, feel free to say so. Thank you. My take on this has always been, I don't think this show will ever be on the air without Chris Harrison. I think if he ever is gone, 
this show's gone. I think he's too synonymous with the show, and I don't see it happening. I really don't. As for the choices that you gave of Sean Lowe and Ben Higgins, Sean Lowe would never do it. He's too much of a family guy now, and I just don't think he would take that time away from his children to to be the host of this show. Ben is obviously a guy that um, I guess you could say they kind of groomed to possibly be in that role. But again, I just I don't think I don't think so. I don't think this show will ever be on the air without Chris Harrison. He is going to remain this host for the duration of its run on the air and however long that may be. We're on season 40 now with Claire and Tasha's season. So 16 bachelorettes and, and 24 bachelors. So I don't see it. I really don't. Hi, Steve. It's Jamie from Niagara Falls, Canada. I've been reading your column for years and listening to the podcasts, and so thank you for all of this. I'm just wondering how and why you got into all of this. Hopefully I didn't miss it somewhere, but why did you begin spoiling these shows and writing episode by episode for other reality TV shows? Just kind of wondering where it began, so thanks. Well, I think one way to answer this would be if you go all the way back to the beginning of my podcasts, Michelle Money interviewed me very early on. It's like a two and a half hour podcast where she basically played like, this is your life reality, Steve, and just asked me a bunch of questions and it's in there. But the short answer is I did it for fun from Oh three to Oh nine. I just like writing a recap, made fun of it, had a niche following niche following, whatever you want to call it. And then I got my first spoiler in 2009, which was Jason Mesnick's season. And at that point, it just became a spoiling site. And I've kind of just taken it from there. And it was certainly not a goal that I set out for, because like I said, I was recapping for six years, just kind of hoping that um, maybe somebody would ask me to do some freelance work or something like that. I never sold myself at all. I never pitched myself to anybody. I was just doing it as a hobby for fun. And and then um, once I started getting spoilers, my traffic started getting bigger. Someone came to me and said, you need to be making money off this. And I said, great. I don't know how. I know nothing about Internet advertising. Got in touch with somebody. They showed me how to do it. And here we are in 2020. First spoiler came in 2009. I put my first ads on the site in January of 2010, which I believe was Jake Pavelka's season, maybe February of 2010. And then in August of 2011, so a year and a half after I put my first ads on the site, this site became my full-time job. I incorporated myself in August of 2011, and this has been my sole job since then. So it took me about a year and a half to build up enough audience, to build up enough income to where it was like, okay, I can use this as my full-time job. And that started in August of 11, and it's been my full-time job ever since. Hi, Steve. Do you know if they know yet how they plan on filming the next season? Are they looking for a resort, or they are leaning towards filming in the Bachelor Mansion? I assume time's running out, and they would have to make that decision as of now. Well, Matt James' season is in the can. Just finished filming this past weekend. So that season premieres January 4th, like the last 14 seasons have, the first Monday in January. Then 
to remain on schedule, they have said they are back on schedule now because Matt filmed in the same time frame that The Bachelor always films. And then The Bachelorette always films from mid-March to beginning of May and then starts airing second, third Monday in May. Their plan right now is, Chris Harrison said it actually in an interview yesterday, plan is we're back on schedule. Bachelorette's coming up in March. But what he said was, we're still at a we-don't-know stage in terms of how we're going to do it with filming. Is it going to be at one place? We don't know, and that's all because of the vaccine and COVID. My guess is filming from March to May and, you know, hearing the rumblings that the vaccine will be open to, uh, you know, made widely available to the general public in April. My guess is the next Bachelorette season is probably going to be an all-one resort location. That's my guess. I have no inside knowledge of this. But if Chris Harrison is saying the virus will dictate how we film our season, well, if you're starting in mid-March like you will be for Bachelorette, I don't see how you travel because you're going to be in the same boat in mid-March, I think, than we are right now and that we are we were for the last six weeks when they filmed Matt's season. So that's my guess. The next Bachelorette season will probably have no travel. And then when the uh, the next season to film would be Paradise – that's in June. That doesn't go anywhere. So Paradise is definitely set to be filmed in June and will air like it always does, right when The Bachelorette ends, end of July, beginning of August, and run through mid-September. And then next September, Bachelor 2021, my guess is we'll be back on regular show of three episodes, four episodes at the mansion, and then travel. That is my guess. Hi, Steve. I know there's a lot of speculation about why Hannah Ann was in the resort for during filming, but then wasn't on the season. Do you think that her and Tasha and maybe grocery store Joe were just recording their podcast then and production thought that people, I don't know, wouldn't figure out what was going on then. Just an idea. What I do know is Hannah Ann isn't on this season. I don't even think she appeared. I've, I've never been told that she appears as one of these people that shows up to do a date card or something like that. And I, had reported that month or month and a half ago. So my guess is one of two things. They brought Hannah Ann down there and made sure pictures got out of Hannah Ann down there to make people believe that she might've been the bachelorette to throw people off. I don't see the point of having her go to La Quinta to record the, the podcast that started out the clickbait podcast, because as you've seen, in the first few episodes of the Clickbait podcast, when she was on it, she's no longer on it anymore. They were in three different locations, Tasha, Joe, and Hannah Ann. So why did they need to be together for the first one? I don't think that was it. My guess is maybe they brought her down there to throw people off, and then maybe they brought her down here thinking that they were going to use her for a date and then didn't. I don't really know, but she's not on this season. So I guess... It was almost like a little free vacation for her to go down there because as far as I know, she hasn't, she doesn't appear. She doesn't do any date card stuff, nothing. So, and if you look at the timing of it, she went down, she was seen down there. Those pictures that got out of Hannah Ann at La Quinta were pretty shortly after we had heard the rumors that Tasha was the new bachelorette. So Tasha has been the bachelorette in real time for about a week and a half down there and we haven't seen Hannah Ann show up yet. So yeah, I, I, you're not going to see her. I'd be really surprised if you saw her. Actually, I was told she's not on the season and it doesn't look like she's on this season. So 
Why did she go down there? I I don't I don't have a definitive answer to that. But my guess is maybe it was to throw people off and made sure that those pictures got out. Hey, Steve. I was wondering which guy from Tasha's season do you think would make a good and interesting bachelor? Well, here's the thing. We already know that, and these guys already knew going into filming Claire and Tasha's season, they had no chance to be Bachelor 2020 because Matt James had already been announced before they even started filming on this season. So I know you're asking who I think would be. My answer would be nobody because I don't think any of these guys are going to have a staying power to be Bachelor 2021. You know, the next Bachelor doesn't start filming till September of next year. We're 10 months away from that. And we haven't even seen the next group of guys that will be on the next Bachelorette season who we don't even know who that is. So my guess is more... I My guess would be the Bachelor we're going to get next is going to come from the next Bachelorette season. But if, you, if, you're, if you're gun to my head who I think would be best out of this crop... I, honestly, nobody jumps out to me. I'm just looking at these top four of Zach, Brendan. What was the other one? Oh, Ben, Ivan. I don't see any of those guys as leading men. I can see all of them down in paradise, but nothing about them strikes me as leading men. I, th- but that's that's just me. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Um, who do you think will be the uh, front runners for Matt's season? Well, when I have a better handle on Matt's season, because I've been focused and doing Tasha stuff for so long, obviously Matt's season just ended. I'm starting to hear rumblings of things that happened and who lasted when and whatnot. But, you know, one location, again, very tough. There's not going to be an episode-by-episode spoiler breakdown before the season even starts. So, I I don't want to throw out any names. I mean, I, I last week on the live, I said, I think I know three of the four Final Four. I only know two, which is a good thing I didn't release the three of the four because I would have been wrong on one of them. Uh, that's why. It's just like you hear things, but you got to get stuff confirmed. I definitely know who two of the four were. I don't know who the other two were just yet. So I will get to that hopefully soon. I'll know who your final four is. But you're going to get your Matt final four and hopefully the final four breakdown of four, three, two, and one well before you're going to get any other spoilers for Matt's season because, you know, we're heading into the holidays. His season is six weeks away, and it's going to start two weeks after Tasha's season ends. So it's going to be very hectic, and I just haven't – I honestly – the funny thing was (laughs) – you know, this is the first time we've ever had seasons overlapping, and, and that was strictly because of COVID. It had nothing to do with anything other than it was COVID. COVID pushed the Bachelorette season back into airing while The Bachelor was being filmed. When those promos have come out for Matt's season of the women, and we've seen clips of the women on the dates, like, yeah, I know that they released the women back in October. They released 43 women. Not all of them made it to Matt's season. But seeing the promos, like I realized I have not looked at these women since that day, since I found out all their last names and posted their Instagram accounts and their LinkedIn accounts and their Facebook accounts, if they had them. I haven't looked at them since that day. So when I was seeing all these women, you know, kissing Matt or walking up on the limo entrance, I'm like, who's that? I have no idea because I just haven't been paying attention. 
uh, clearly all I've had to do is would be to take some time and be like, okay, I've got all three 40, 43 Instagram accounts of these women. This is what her face looks like. Oh, that's the same face that's in that dress that night. It's not very hard. I just haven't put any time into it because I'm focused on other things right now. But I will turn my attention to Matt's season soon enough. Uh, like I said, it just ended, so I'm getting stuff as we speak, and uh, I will update you when I know stuff. If you had to choose four of either Claire or Tasha's cast members to go to eat with for Thanksgiving dinner, who would you choose and why? I really don't think I could deal with four of these guys uh, at Thanksgiving dinner. I can't think of four that really strike me as like, wow, really interesting guy. Would really love to get to know him. Ivan is one that jumps out immediately and it has nothing to do with him being a Dallas guy as well. I just think he has a, a really good backstory. Um, you know, I, I'd say, I guess Zach I'd throw in there just because I'm interested in his addiction past, which he will get into in next week's episode. I, um, no one else like jumps out at me. I mean, Maybe Bennett for shits and giggles, just because I think that guy is pretty self-absorbed, and I would want to be in that bask in his, in his self-absorbedness and just see how much he seems to be into himself. Uh, I think I'd get a kick out of that. But I, no fourth guy is is coming to mind right now. Hey, Steve, I am wondering. What was the hardest spoiler that you had to work for? Okay, this is a really good question. The problem is I, I can't go into the details of the work I put in to get these spoilers because then I'm revealing stuff that I don't want to be revealed. So I'll give you what I can, and I'll answer it two ways. One, I'll answer it something that was non-finale related, and then the other one will be finale related, and both surround... Sean Lowe's season. I don't know why it sticks out to me, um, but non-finale related, and this won't mean anything to anybody, and you'll be like, really, that? But you just, it, stuck, it sticks out to me because I remember it, I lived it, but it was so long ago, you're just like, okay, whatever. But confirming that Desiree Hartsock was the fourth girl who got a hometown on Sean's season. I knew that Catherine did. Her um, her dates were public. We knew Ashley Frazier was in the final four. We knew that Lindsay Yenter was in the final four. I believe her date was her hometown was public. But there was a fourth one that was happening, and Desiree filmed hers fourth. She filmed hers in L.A., so it didn't get out. And at that point, I had spoiled a lot of women that had been revealed throughout the season, but I didn't even know of a Desiree Hartsock was on the show until the day after that hometown air uh, filmed, I believe it just, it, it, I remember it being a very convoluted mess and I had, I really had to do some digging and I, I got a tip. I followed through with it and it was just the most random tip. But like I said, it's, it's tough to get into without revealing stuff. As for the finale, um, finding out that Sean picked Catherine over Lindsay. Um, again, I can't go into details, but the story behind that one, what what can I tell you without giving anything away? I'll say this. Their finale was in Thailand. The location of Thailand played a role in how I found out Sean picked 
Catherine. I'll just leave it at that. Hey, Steve. I'm a longtime reader and listener. And I was just wondering if you have ever looked into the Enneagram and what your Enneagram number might be. I know that's kind of a popular um, topic now. So I was just wondering if you've done it and what you are and if you could share that with all of us. Thanks. <laughs> I, I've i seen this all over the Internet. I don't even know what it is, though. And no, I've never taken the test, unfortunately. Um, I... I don't do a lot of those tests. I don't even, I don't even think I've done that personality one where you're like, I'm an IPFW or whatever. I, I, I see people that post those. I've never done that one. I've never done the, I don't even know how to pronounce it. And I just know it starts with an E and ends with Graham. Um, <laughs> and the only one I took was the love language test. Once Kat and I started dating and uh, yeah, my, my love language is, uh, is quality time. So, uh, yeah, that's the only test I can remember taking. Hey, Steve. My very important question is, before COVID, did you wash your hands after using the bathroom in your own home? And it may or may not have changed, but what do you do now? (laughs) When I said people can ask anything, you guys definitely are asking anything. Uh, yes and yes. I, I, yeah, I've done it since I was a kid. It's kind of a big deal. Got to do that. I hope everybody does it. I hope it didn't take COVID for people to start doing it. Hi, Steve. Crystal from Canada here. Just wondering if you think that they will continue to film seasons of Bachelor in Paradise or since they've missed out this year, they'll just kind of continue to move forward with Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons. And then my other question would be, out of all of the contestants that you've interviewed over all the seasons, I know it's a lot, um, who is the contestant that surprised you the most when you actually got to speak to them once they were off of the show? Well, as mentioned earlier, they are filming Bachelor in Paradise next summer. They basically just had to take a year off because COVID screwed everything up. But their plan is they will film it next summer. They don't know... If it's going to be in the same location down in Mexico, if it's going to be a different location in Mexico or just a different resort in the United States altogether. Chris Harrison has said and the show has said the vaccine and the virus will dictate exactly how that filming goes. But they are back on schedule to where Bachelorette films mid-March to beginning of May. Bachelor in Paradise will film in June and the Bachelor films September to November. Of all the contestants I've interviewed, most surprised by... I gosh, I would have to really I mean, there's so many people. It's t- it's it's really tough to nail down, so I'm just going to give a few off the top of my head. I guess the Meredith Phillips interview is probably the one that shocked me the most cuz I didn't expect any of that uh to come. You know, talking about how she was sexually assaulted on set. Did not expect that at all. So that's probably the most surprising thing, like the most shocking thing I heard uh, on a podcast. That jumps out to me. So I, I, I'd go with that one, really. I, there's nothing else that really jumps out as, wow, that was totally surprising. But maybe someone that, you know, like you said, surprised me as a person. Um, God, I'd have to look at the names. I'd have to, like, scroll through the names of my podcast. I could, you know what, I could pull it up here real quick. Uh 
shows, Reality Steve podcast. Uh, let me look at some of these names. I mean, I'm really going fast. Um, God, there were so. I mean, there's. So, I'm just looking at these names, and I'm just like, wow, that's right. I talked to them. Oh, wow, I talked to them. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, there's honestly, there's nobody that jumps out to me just looking at some of these names. Um, I just think there's so many that have good stories and that are always, you know, some of the repeats that I have are always good to talk to. Um, I just think that there's, there's just a lot of them out there. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, nothing jumps out to me. Um, Oh, you know what? This one, January 31st, 2019. When Craig Robinson told his story about how low he got and basically tried to commit suicide uh, and then was was a major, major drug addict and has now gotten help. And he's if you followed his story since then, he's now engaged, living in Florida, passed the bar in Florida. That's a that that was one that surprised me when he uh, went into depths about how how rock bottom he got. So I, I, Craig Robinson, uh, definitely go listen to that one. If you haven't already, January 31st, 2019. Do you think they will ever have a plus sized bachelor or bachelorette? Well, they actually did. And they had a whole season of it. It was all the, not only was the lead plus size, but all the women were, and it was a show called more to love. And it was done by Fleiss and this production team. It was put on by the producers of the bachelor. And they did it once, and they've never done it since. So now my guess is, no, I don't think we're going to see it. And if we do, it's going to be a while. And if we do, I think it would have to be another season of that where everybody is plus-sized. I just don't think that they would do it. I I think they the show is based so much in, in superficiality and looks. And, um, I, I mean, there's a reason that not only are, you know, the leads always, you know, beautiful women and you know guys that are handsome uh, the contestants are all you know I, I always joke you know a bunch of size two and size fours it's just they don't even give contestants a chance to be of you know plus sized so uh, I, I I'd be surprised but they did do one uh, more to love was I want to say back in 09 or something like that Maybe it was earlier than that when, when was more to love on let me google it real quick more to love it was in 2009 on Fox. And uh yeah. It was uh it was 9 episodes long. It was put on by the production uh you know, Fleiss created it and uh it ran for one season and nothing ever happened after that. So I think that speaks volumes for how they think that that would go over um even in 2020. Hi Steve. I was wondering if you have any thoughts on Chris Harrison wearing the same outfit when he talked to Dale and when he talked to the guys about Dale proposing to Claire. Like the timing seems a little off. I don't know if he lied to the guys knowing that Dale was going to propose or what was going on between that. I would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? This came up when the episode after the episode aired, and I never addressed it because I didn't even pick up on it until after I had already written my recap. But this is the episode, uh, episode four, where Claire and Dale ended up getting engaged, and 
when Claire came in to talk to the guys to basically say, hey, I'm running off with Dale or I want to be with Dale and I'm not going to apologize for love and, and whatever. Um, the guys, you know, the guys were all sitting on the couch and listening to her. And then after they got engaged, Chris Harrison, supposedly the next day, came in to tell the guys, hey, Claire and Dale got engaged last night. And if you look at the guys on the couch, they were in the same exact position wearing the same exact clothing that they were supposedly the day before. So there was either a continuity error or somebody screwed up. But, um, yeah, it was it was way too eerie. But I don't know the exact answer to that, no. Hey, Steve, this is Aina Lee from New York City. My question for you is, do you think they will record a season of Paradise and air that rather than airing the Bachelorette season that would normally uh, come after a season of The Bachelor in this next year. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Nope. We are back on schedule. Bachelor filmed, ended past filming this past weekend. And the next thing that will be filmed is Bachelorette season, which will start in mid-March, which will basically take place, start filming the week that Matt James season finale airs. And then we're into Paradise in June. They have said this. They are back on schedule. Barring, you know, something crazy happening in this world again, we are back on our normal schedule for this show. Now, what it means for, you know, are they going to do summer games next summer? We don't know. Are they going to do that senior citizen bachelor or bachelorette that they were thinking of doing? We don't know. But in terms of the main three shows of this franchise, Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise, we are back on schedule. So that'll do it for all your questions. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's just easier, I guess, for me. It takes me longer to put it together other than just reading uh, an email and answering it because then I can just go straight through. But, yeah, there's nine, there were 19 questions in today's podcast, and so I had 19 questions on an audio file. Then I had 19 <laughs> answers on an audio file and then putting that all together. So. Yeah, it's but this is something that I don't know how often I'm going to do it. But the thing about the Yappa app that's on the bottom of the comment section now is it wasn't just for this week. So I could get uh, questions from you guys for this podcast. That's going to stay there forever. It's just part of um, I just it's a it's a feature that I added to the comment section where now you can leave video and audio messages. Uh, you can talk to each other. You know, if someone leaves a video or an audio message, someone can just respond to it. And um, I think in the future I'm going to do this again. I don't know when, but the app is going to stay there. Uh, I I find it interesting. I know Perez Hilton has it on his site. A few other sites have it. It's It's a fairly new app, and I just wanted to try it out. But this definitely gave me the ability when they came to me, I was like, look, this is perfect because now, because the only other way I could have done a podcast like this where I took your questions I guess you could have sent me, you could have recorded something in your phone and sent me an audio file. I guess you could have done that, but, and emailed it to me. But the only, I, I did it because it gave, it gives me the ability to just go right to my site and upload all your audio files. So that's what was appealing to me uh, for Yappa. And so play around with it. It's going to stay on there. It's not just for this week. Every post I put up going forward, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, when I post something, it will be because and it will have the Yappa uh, app at the bottom where you can leave a video or audio message. So thank you all for sending those in. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure question number four and my uh, 
12-minute diatribe on spoilers and everything will probably get a lot of attention today. And, you know, look, the bottom line is I'm just trying to do my job. And when people constantly have something to say negatively and shit on it, when all I'm doing is telling you this is what's going to happen, and I'm just telling you I don't understand why Reddit has such a problem with that, and I think they should just get over it and accept it because I've not claimed to be anything other than more than what it is. It's not like I've had these spoilers in my possession since the end of Tasha's filming and I'm just releasing them week by week. Like I'm just finding stuff out now and I'm just putting it out there right before the episode goes up. Like, does it matter? It's like it, they, they have to discredit everything I do because I I don't, I don't know. I mean, you have to ask them. I don't know the answers, but all you got to do is go to the link that was sent to me where it was, I don't even know, I can't remember the title of it. It's like something about Reality Steve's spoilers this season. And just just read the read the things that people say. And you just shake your head and you're just like, what the, what, what is wrong with these people? What? Why do you care so much? Why does it bother you so much what I do? I'm just spoiling the show. And, I, and when we, and, and I can guarantee you this, I can pretty much guarantee you this. When we're out of COVID, your spoilers are going to go back to normal, okay? Just can you can you not bitch and moan for two seasons because we had COVID and it was filmed in one location and it's way, way, way more difficult to get those spoilers? Can can we do that and just get what you get? It's just so funny that I, I, I'm getting criticized for not having any spoilers, yet nobody else on the Internet is giving you any spoilers. So it's like, great, Steve, you don't have any. We'll go get them somewhere else. Well, where? Name one place that's given you anything about the ending of Tasha's season. Nobody. Nobody told you that Brendan left early. Nobody told you that Ben and Zach were the final two and she chose Zach. Nobody put it out there. I'd say that's a pretty big spoiler to the season. I gave you the ending. I gave you your final four and your, fi- and your breakdown and what happens. But apparently that's not good enough for some people. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, just doing my job. And... Um, it's just really it's it's really frustrating because I have no problem with people having opinions, but when their opinions are based in things that aren't true and just flat out lies about me, it's just like and you wonder why I don't like those people because they flat out lie about things that I say because I never said them. It's just it's nauseating, but let them do what they do. I wish they wouldn't talk about me, but they will, and I'm sure Today's podcast will absolutely lead them to be talking about me nonstop, but I I can't help it. But when stuff is brought to my attention that's flat-out wrong and is a flat-out lie and flat-out untrue, I'm going to address it. So thank you all for sending in your questions. I appreciate it. Keep using the APA app on the the website if you want to leave audio messages and stuff like that for other people to listen to and hear. And uh, again, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sending in your questions. And we will be back next week with another podcast. Don't know who the guest is yet, but uh, we're back at it next week. So please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Much appreciated. Thanks again to everybody for listening. I'm Reality Steve. We'll talk to you next week. See you.